Welcome to the Post Traumatic Faith Podcast with Jill Riley. On this podcast, Jill shares stories of living a life of faith and mental illness. Jill is a popular speaker, pastor, and author who speaks from her experience living with complex PTSD, a major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, and a dissociative disorder. And now, here's your host. Hi, this is Jill Riley. Thanks so much for listening in to Post Traumatic Faith, a podcast devoted to the topics of mental illness and faith. This is our 10th episode. I am excited to hear from you and to hear how this podcast is affecting how you think about the relationship of faith and mental illness in and outside of our faith communities. My prayer is that through listening to my own experience of what faith looks like after trauma, you may find a little hope and a little joy in your own journey. Today's episode is called Homeless. I wanted to share this thought with you because I've recently been thinking about the homeless population, both of my community and other communities, and thinking about them in context of mental illness. I used to work in an area of town that was flanked by the homeless shelters. And so there were always groups of people around my office that were from the homeless community. I used to laugh because very often I would hear things like, how come you're so pretty? How come you're so pretty? And I always wanted to say, because you're drunk. If you were sober, I'd look way worse. But often when we pass the homeless, our internal radar does say to us, addict or mentally ill. And we kind of shake our heads and maybe make the sign of the cross or fling them a, a bless them prayer out the car window. But whether we admit it or not, there's this kind of sneaky, maybe haughty, subconscious voice in us that has the homeless in a them category in our brains. I try to comfort myself with the idea that I have always been accepting to people who are mentally ill. As a child and as a teenager, I spent a lot of time in the resource rooms with children that were that that were disadvantaged, that were compromised in some way, either mentally or physically. I thought that this was going to be part of my calling, that I would work with that community. But as it turns out, I didn't but I did find myself smack dab in the middle of that community. But I feel like I have always advocated for their meds and their therapy as best I could. I tried to be understanding and non-judgmental, and I tried to serve that population in a way that was honoring and had dignity. Until I was the one who was facing a diagnosis of mental illness in my life. That mirror of self-realization, of realizing that I was one of them, was like one of those 360-degree mirrors that has that you feel like you're standing in a box and there's fluorescent lights above you and you can see every imperfection and every bump and lump. And it's horrifying to see that kind of clarity on who you really are in that kind of light. The instant that it dawned on me that I was struggling with mental illness, I began this cycle of self-imposed judgment that was swirling around me like a hurricane. 
where once learning disorders and depression and anxiety and addiction was a completely unacceptable topic to talk about, it has now become more of an open forum. Although in some communities, especially in faith communities, which is why I'm doing this podcast, it isn't still quite PC to talk about some of those things, mental illness and addiction in a public forum. But we're working towards that, aren't we? So, but when you tag somebody with mental illness, there's a fear of judgment and a feeling of superiority and inferiority that enter the picture. We look at those who we know are mentally ill and we kind of shake our heads and we, and, and we think, oh, I wish I could help them. I wish I knew more. I wish I could uh, know what to do for them without realizing that there is not a huge distinction between those who are mentally ill and those who are not. Those who are physically ill and those who are mentally ill all have to struggle through uh, medication and providers and accommodations and things that have to happen in order for their lives to progress in a positive manner. The truth is depression and anxiety are true mental illnesses. Sometimes we hear these words thrown around as uh, just kind of adjectives for a feeling like, oh, I'm so depressed today, instead of saying I'm really sad or, oh, I'm having an anxiety attack, uh, Instead of just saying, oh man, this makes me really anxious right now. We use this terminology uh, very lightly when it is actually very serious and can be very severe mental illness, both anxiety and depression. Some mental illnesses can be treated with exercise, different food choices. My therapist is always trying to get me to cut down on my caffeine because it would lessen with my anxiety. And I have informed her numerous times that that is a hands-off topic. We're not dumping the coffee. I have so few vices in life that if coffee is going to be the tipping point, then it's just going to have to be that way because girl loves her coffee. But some people, it's more than just exercise and food choices that are needed to to work with their circumstances. Some people, there is a chemical medical reaction that is happening in their lives and they need medication, just like all other medical issues, not all other medical issues, but many other medical issues need intervention of some, of some sort. Here's my challenge. My challenge has been shame. I feel shameful admitting that I need a team of professionals to help me to keep things on the level. I feel shame that it takes 11 medications a day to keep my world working right and balanced right. And even though subconsciously I know accepting the help of others doesn't diminish me as a person, I still feel shame. In fact, admitting the complexities of my illness doesn't diminish me but I feel like I'm less. I am less than because I have mental illness. Is this a valid feeling? Yes. Is it 
Is it productive? No, because I do know that so many people deal with things in their lives that they need intervention and help with, and I'm just another one of them. I'm like so many others that I deeply love and respect. I'm on a journey of health and wholeness. And my goal is really to walk this journey on a road paved with gratitude for all of those who walk with me, those who help me, those who serve me. And I guess my overall goal is is less judgment, more gratitude. So the next time you see somebody in your world where you're tempted to say, oh, that person is in that circumstance because they're an addict or they're probably just mentally ill, I encourage you to stop and think through those words and think through your own sense of judgment and maybe look at people with a sense of compassion, knowing that it's not just those who are destitute and on the streets that deal with mental illness. It is people like me that are in middle class, upper middle class, upper class environments that deal with the same circumstances. We just have more resources to mask our illnesses. As a side note, I just wanted to mention that I am attempting to acknowledge myself and others by their personhood before their ailment. So saying a baby with Down syndrome rather than that Down syndrome baby, or Jill has mental illness and depression rather than Jill is mentally ill. Words matter, friends. And I think as a little PS, a little postscript here, I would just encourage you to reflect on on how we refer to people and let's try to refer to people with dignity and respect and with their person first. So thank you for joining me today. Let's you and I continue to work together to break down the stigmas around mental illness in the faith community. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Post-Traumatic Faith Podcast with Jill Riley. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can follow Jill on social media, on Facebook, facebook.com slash jillreilly.author, on Instagram at jillreilly.author, or on Twitter at jillreillyauthor. You can reach Jill via email, jill at jillreilly.org. Thanks for listening.